amongst us all there exist pure and precious diamonds who are destined to sparkle yet are found shoved in the dark wrapped up in the black charcoal of stigma but here we are today with the wand in each of our hands in lumos we shall say to brighten every single corner and abadagadabra all the negativity session So Anya what was the first thing you did in the morning today Um woke up had bath breakfast brushed your teeth washed your face and what not right thought so we have all these hygiene tips to keep our body healthy but what about our mind guys because oh boy does it need some real good cleaning too And dear listeners, if you're not sure about how to go about it, don't worry, because we've got you covered. Just sit back, relax, and hear us reveal A1 emotional hygiene tips curated with love for you by our very own Mind Speakers 2020. Let's start by understanding what the basic concept of emotional hygiene really is. Does anybody have inputs? Hmm. Okay, so I'll start. Uh, emotional hygiene. emotional hygiene um i'll give the example uh, so it is an example given by a psychologist called guy winch he says that if our emotional hygiene is as bad as our dental hygiene we'd all be gums and no teeth so emotional hygiene simply refers to being mindful of our psychological health stresses um emotional traumas sufferings and pain i had a little doubt what's mm-hmm. the difference between mental hygiene and emotional hygiene okay so actually there is a slight difference between mental hygiene and emotional hygiene as there is a difference between emotional health and mental health uh, basically mental health is about diagnosable conditions like depression and anxiety while emotional health is about common experiences uh, you know like say loneliness failure and heartbreak the basically the non diagnosable stuff uh, but they actually do affect our mental health in the long run emotional hygiene on its own is a pretty important concept which is not given its deserving attention so when we talk about hygiene it usually gets limited to just our physical health so the question here is have we forgotten that the brain is also a part of our body that emotional stress affects our daily routine that shoving things under the carpet doesn't make it vanish under the floor but instead they stay right where it is left i really don't understand why is it expected to get right back up after a failure but not if you're physically injured where in fact psychological injury does not only affect daily lives but it can also have very damaging results we uh, like i said earlier amon emotional hygiene is such a personal and internal process and we all agree but we play so many different and varied kind of uh, roles in the outside world but how many times do we actually ask ourselves like wait 
how do i feel today so the main question arises here guys how does self care play or what role does self care play in emotional hygiene mehak i'm going to use your question on you <laughs> uh so let's begin by a question mehak how often do you ask your friends how they are like i try to do it quite often but uh, yes sometimes here and there every week every other day i try to call them up and ask them okay so are you your own friend is best do you ask yourself how you feel uh, that is a highly subjective question mm-hmm. i have doubts but yeah you know when, like talking about it seriously i think so for me sometimes my own self and my own growth uh, takes a back seat really like 90% of the time so do you think it's because of heavy uh, schedules that we have today exactly someone understands there are so many things that and you always prioritize others like why do you care about what you are feeling today you would rather ask a friend right so but i think so that is completely wrong and i would like you to elaborate on this on this further so yeah i think to that mehak uh, just because we have busy schedule does not mean that we won't take care of ourselves right and that is where emotional hygiene comes in role so it prevents negative thinking it prevents piling up of emotions it takes you a step closer to self actualization i mean there are a lot of benefits you know as human beings we always seek benefit in things so i'm giving you a lot of benefits here guys you, you can acknowledge your self esteem worth you can acknowledge if you need professional help right and all of this is so integral to our living we need to understand that emotional hygiene is something as basic as just waking up and asking yourself uh how are you hiteshi i hope that you do well today it's something as basic as that and we spent hours scrolling on social media watching memes and we cannot even take out 10 to 20 seconds of our day asking us how we are and that's really sad and that is where self care also comes into the role so um breaking this stereotypical idea of labeling self care right uh, as something that is very physical and very heavy is something that i want to do right now see it's not only all the bubbly showers and shaving yourself or going to a salon right it's it's a lot more than that it's a very vast idea it could also include a little treat for your mind to in terms of healthy self questioning like have you ever asked yourself what your strengths are what your weaknesses are what do you like what you don't like have you ever checked up on your decision making and reasoning abilities i mean there are such vital things that you need to know about yourself but you don't because you don't question yourself uh, i should correct myself in a healthy manner right so basically self care is caring for yourself which includes caring for both body and mind and please understand that minimal self care is also there it's not only just going to a salon or binge watching a show it could be as simple as trying to exist in your couch on a lazy morning i've also noticed that self care can be as basic as just consciously trying to identify what you feel in a given moment building on this um what do you guys think about labeling emotions I think I'd like to answer that Anya. Yeah, Mitali, go ahead. 
I think labeling our emotions is a very promising way to deal with them. This is something I personally learned while overcoming my fear of darkness. Uh, when I read that the first step to overcome a fear is to accept it, I had a moment of epiphany. And after that, whenever I feel like I'm being taken over by an emotion, I try to label them in my own unique way, which usually is an odd mix of eccentric words, but there's nothing wrong with it. We can't always label our complex emotions in one word, right? Yes, Natali, I totally agree with you. Sometimes long paragraphs, articles and poems is not enough to express your emotion. Well, sometimes just one or two words are enough to carry what your heart, you know, says. Yes, any way to label or name our emotions is completely okay. Our aim should be to become more aware of the those emotions so we can be their master and not their victim. Labeling them makes our brain scrutinize them better and regulate them. It also prevents them from being suppressed. It also comes in really handy if I want to explain someone how I'm feeling. So yes, I think labeling the emotions is a healthy practice everyone should adopt. Nitali, I would really uh, comment or compliment you on your insights. That was beautiful. Thank you very much. You know, something that I always reflect upon or, you know, I always keep thinking this. A mirror shows our true reflection. You search for your life purpose somewhere within that mirror. But we crave perfection like that of a crystal, crystal clear glass. Focusing on all the imperfections, when will that happen? Because we need to accept, we need to embrace our perfections, imperfections and perfections as same. But we fail to realize that the mirror is God, guys, not you. So people, let's be gentle, caring, loving, and especially try to be kind to ourselves. So guys, what do you all think? Should we be kind to ourselves? Oh my God, Mehek, you have stuck such a dear cord of my heart today. You know, mm-hmm. being kind to yourself, this is a topic so close to me, and I'm sure it would be so close to many of our listeners as well. I always wanted to win every debate. I always wanted to have an A plus with all my mark sheets. You know, I wanted to be perfect. I wanted to be the best, which is quite, you know, weird and quite strange and quite pathetic. But it's okay. I can do that sometimes. Although over the years and now, I realize that it's not about being the best or perfect. It's about being the better version of yourself. That's what really matters. Anyways, at the Chinese aside, over the years I have realized the importance of being kind to myself. I was quite inspired by this concept of Buddhism which says you should treat yourself like you would treat a dear friend of yours. So Mehek, make sure you treat yourself like uh, how would you treat Anya. Instead of always criticizing yourself like I am pathetic player or I am so prepared or I can do, cannot do anything on time, one should approach this issue with a little more kindness and empathy. Like, it's okay to lose a match or score a little low grade sometimes. It's okay. I will do better next time. And there's always a next time. You don't, you don't have to be so hard on yourself always. Sometimes it's okay to enjoy a cup of tea in your favorite tapri while you have your homework pending in your home. Trust me guys, 
I spent my entire afternoon shopping in the mall while I had work of internships and articles waiting for me at the home. It's okay, you know. Sometimes Netflix and chill is okay, but yes, sometimes. There are so many things that I've heard today that I actually have not done in a while. So this is the wake up call. <laughs> it seems like the walls are closing in on you. There's absolutely no harm in choosing an easier alternative. Just to find some peace. A peaceful mind will allow you to process things effectively and even express your thoughts in a clearer way. Um further how and why is it uh, better to express yourself rather than suppress your emotions. Anya let me counter question you on this. When was the last time someone asked you are you okay and you wanted to write a 2000 word essay but you just said yeah i'm okay. Five seconds ago. <laughs> In fact, I think we've all heard things like "It's okay, don't stress about it, go away, it will go away." Trust me, I am not really preaching stuff. I have, I have, I have made up this mechanism where I just sort of, you know, went in the space where I ignored stuff and you know, put off things for a long, long time. So let me take you through through the process of what suppressing actually does to your mind. Pushing emotions back down, denying them, repressing them, pretending that they don't exist can be so 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 harmful for your mental health in the long run. Because in the long run, your emotions will actually explode and you won't be able to function. So instead of suppressing, you can just express your emotions. Because the minute you express those negative emotions out loud. they lose all sorts of power over you you'll feel a little less heavy and your day will definitely be a little better so anya please dm me your 2000 word essay i will <laughs> i will <laughs> exactly even i was talking to my friend like just 10 minutes before we started recording and uh, she just asked me mehak how are you doing and stuff and like okay wait mehak how are you feeling exactly it took me like 10 minutes to figure out okay i'm fine today it's fine i'm happy yeah, that happens move forward <laughs> <laughs> happens with everybody all the time but there are so many times when people try to speak up and uh, they are held back by the chains and shackles of stigma and that is so sad and i very well know it hurts it hurts so much that we are left with scars that can't be seen but can be only felt you know perhaps a very very vital question comes to my mind here guys how do we deal with psychological injuries that is definitely a very vital question and i feel it has been answered because in a subtle way because we did touch on the topic of self care with hiteshi and the need to express with alefia because it is important to deal with psychological in- injuries because we really can't manage or go on with our lives focus concentrate meet deadlines if the mind is in chaos you can't like it's not humanly possible without acknowledging putting the bandaid and giving time to heal the daily psychological injuries uh so the question how to deal with psychological injuries i would say number one would be to take time take time to process what actually happened and how does it make you feel sit with it don't shove it under the, under the carpet we have to accept that whatever is happening is real and there's nothing much that can be done about it hence we have to kind of like make peace with it and i feel like um once you have processed and accepted your brain automatically will start adapting then comes your mindset <laughs> what sort of mindset are you keeping do you feel bad about yourself are you giving up on something 
or have you truly healed? The mindset you're keeping is a big deal. Try to keep a positive mindset. Overthinking and trying to smoothen out every curve is not always truthful, but can instead lead to round, endless roundabouts. So make sure you're not caught up in the loop of trying to do everything as Jim Jim just shared her experience with us. There is no denying that there has been an injury, hence panic is inevitable in situations like these, but we can work on managing it if not eliminated completely. And I'll say lastly, do not overwhelm yourself. Do not forget to take breaks and rest. Chill out, breathe, do your hobby and anything you feel like. As Hiteshi mentioned that self-care is not always like bubble baths and stuff. Do not forget all this is for self. And self needs love and care too. You do the best you can and I think that is enough. Exactly. Sometimes addressing our injury can also help. Saying hi, you are here, you exist and I'm still learning to accept and embrace you can help us grow and thrive. But how exactly do we provide this help to ourselves or others for that matter who find it difficult to cope? And what exactly is emotional first aid? Okay, so Anya, what do you do when you get a cut? Um, kind of cry, <laughs> And after crying? Uh, get a bandaid. Apply betadine. Yeah. Get to the doctor if necessary. I'm yeah, all these things. I'm not good at physical first aid either. Oh, no problem. We all can learn. <laughs> That's why we are here. Okay, so like you, you know, cry or went out when you get hurt. We, you know, should cry and went out when you get emotional injuries as well. But then we live in a society where crying is a sign of weakness. You know, and it becomes all the more worse when it's about boys because. We live in a society where boys don't cry, where adults don't cry, okay? Secondly, like you mentioned, you apply a band-aid or put a better in, okay? So that's about physical first aid. When it comes to emotional first aid, you need to acknowledge your emotions first. You need to feel the pain. It's that it's okay to feel rejected. It's okay to feel that failure. It's okay to feel frustrated, okay? And labeling that emotions is so important and is so essential that to, we have to do it. Because if we don't label it, then we cannot overcome it. You know, if there is a physical illness, you need to label the illness first and then only can we go for a treatment. So similar goes for the emotional hygiene as well. So there are a lot of steps and for it, the most important step is uh, acceptance. Thirdly, if necessary, like if it is something fracture, then we go to a psychologist, uh, then we go to a, a doctor, but then a doctor. I am so psychologist, psychologist in mind because I am a psychologist student, so spare me that. So sorry for that. So yeah, you go to the doctor, right? So similarly, when you get a tremendous emotional wound, then a professional help would be necessary, like visiting a psychologist or a psychiatrist. That was possibly the best first aid uh, explanation that we could have asked for, Rim Jim. Thank you very much. So, guys, uh, thank you. Like, yeah, I was waiting for your thank you. <laughs> okay. 
well uh, knowing how to deal with the situation is a very very important way that helps us grow and it is imperative and for emotional hygiene because it plays a big role in all of this finally guys our session just cannot conclude without a few tips to maintain emotional hygiene so any of you want to pitch in like very quick tips for us i'm always here for tips mag <laughs> counting on that <laughs> so as rimjim very well mentioned that we need to firstly acknowledge whenever something happens that is my first tip as well we need to firstly acknowledge that maintaining emotional hygiene is as important as maintaining physical or personal hygiene and absolutely rimjim's shopping i would obviously mention that <laughs> so rimjim the fact that she went on shopping and she had internships due she had an articles due and she did not curse herself for that she might do that at 12 am but not right now so that counts so she practiced self forgiveness and she made sure that she wasn't cursing herself for something that she did for herself thank and you so much ateshi it <laughs> means a lot to me and yes that is what i'm talking about it's very important to feel good about yourself and you you need to do whatever you can in your will to make yourself happy because you are there for yourself 24/7 right nobody's going to be there for you and um we need to make sure that taking more lessons than hurt is the policy that we adopt because sometimes it gets very difficult to take more lessons than hurt but trying is always important setting healthy and realistic goals without being hard on yourself is very important I myself engaged myself into a lot of internships a lot of volunteership programs and I came to this realization that at the end of the day if I'm not happy all of these internships and volunteership programs are of no use to me I want to be happy as an individual I want to make a difference in the society and for that I need to be at peace with my mind right and something I tell everybody is that distraction is sometimes okay If you are able to find your positive distraction which could be painting listening to music talking to your friends it's okay as long as it makes you happy do that and very important please choose to respond over reacting because when you react it's very impulsive you don't think of the aftermath but when you're responding you're actually trying to assess why you didn't like it if you liked it at all or not These are some ways you can actually uh, indulge and indulge yourself in self questioning which could be healthy as well. Now letting go uh, is a very important factor because in life you'll have to have a lot of decisions and you'll have to let go of a lot of things but that obviously counts. And lastly let your loved ones know that you have boundaries and you aim at maintaining them and that's very important because we obviously there are times when maintaining a boundary seems very hard but it's very crucial so i would like to end by saying that emotional hygiene is very very important because at the end it's you your peace your mind there are going to be people who are going to support you but at the end it's you and only you i i captain hiteshi first thing on my agenda tomorrow morning is an emotional hygiene routine and only then will i dare to pick up my toothbrush <laughs> emotions are the most complex and intangible aspect of our lives 
no one truly understands the extent of human emotion the frequent mood swings cannot be predicted much like an earthquake shaking and displacing everything from the inside out but when we are mindful about what it is we feel and whom to words actions and thoughts seem less confusing and way more effective what a beautiful ending thought quoted by anya thank you very much so dear listeners that will be all for today's episode you heard the voice of some hearts that are strangely beautiful yet perfectly and proudly flawed showering some magical embers on how we are not so simply human we will be right back with yet another dose of fairy dust till then keep smiling shining healing and most important of all guys keep growing this is mehak fatima and anya agarwal with the mind speakers 2020 and you were listening to khairiyat for your well being